all the goth DJs and Twitch witches are hanging out on Thursday for the bad VHS rips, unblinking eyes, and fire by night. Thetans and Satans comes from an interest in the cult of Scientology, moral panics, Satanism, and how they set the tone for the extremist social media panics of today. We really earn our weird left Twitch badge with this show, watching the world go red light in reverse every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Media. Find our full schedule at ecoplexmedia.com. The internet is a big dumpster. Imagine a drone army of Mark Zuckerberg clones stomping on a human face forever. Fuck off, jerk off! I don't wanna hear it! Fuck off, jerk off! Read it to the lyrics! Don't let the fuck you 
everybody. Welcome to The Plex. We do the show live every Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Support this project a number of ways. Best way is by buying merch at eplex.store. Other ways can be found at echoplexmedia.com slash support. And I am here this week and every week to remind you that... Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine, and it's great. <laughs> Thanks. Everything's fine, and everything's fine. I hope you have a real nice day. The weather, the traffic, the time, and the news. How's your commute? What do you do? Sorry I'm late, I kept hitting snooze, it's just one of those days, you know what they say, it is what it is, ignorance is bliss, when it rains it pours, couldn't ask for more, what goes around comes around all in good time, I guess that your guess is as good as mine. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great! I do. I hope you have a real nice day, but unfortunately you're here. So the day is going to kind of just be how it is. Got uh, ongoing coverage of the hurricane that hit Mexico and Southern California from our friends over at Fox News. Let's see what they had to say about it. The big story tonight. The wrath of Tropical Storm Hillary. 42 million desperate souls in the path of the storm, which made landfall in Mexico several hours ago. But they let it right into the country because it's Biden's America. It's in far from over. This is the first tropical storm to hit California since 1939, when Joe Biden started his Senate career. <laughs> they let it in. They just let the hurricane in because it's Joe Biden's America. Get the fuck out of here. I know they think that's a joke, right? But like the, I don't know, the people on the panel didn't laugh. I didn't, I mean, I, I found it to be a pretty hacky joke. Um, all right. They just let it in, everybody. Just letting the hurricanes right in. Up next, we got uh, Jesse Waters. <laughs> this, is, this is a pretty quick clip. I usually don't play clips this short, but this, this was something. This was something. This was a, well, you're just going to have to see it, I guess, to believe it or, or hear it for those on the, uh, on the audio only podcast. I am now going to book the Fulton County photographer for my Christmas card <laughs> because judge, and I say this with a 
unblemished record of heterosexuality. He looks good. And and he looks hard. And <laughs> Wait, what? I'm gonna have to watch this again. We'll pick it up like about halfway through. This with a unblemished record of heterosexuality. He looks good. And and he looks hard. <laughs> All right. Well, Jesse. I mean, I guess you know what it looks like when that guy gets hard. I don't know what else to say here. That was a little, that was weird. I feel uncomfortable. We're after a great start tonight, aren't we? Um, up next, we got, a, according to a Candace Taylor, the uh, indictment in Georgia is actually treasonous. Full-on treason. And, of course, shout-out to Right Wing Watch. Probably couldn't do this show without them. They've been cheating for 21 years. That's just how it is. It's a code, and you can overwrite code with code. I mean, it's just the way. I mean, it's a anybody who thinks that these election machines are not fake and fraudulent, they're insane. This is treason. This is a hijacking of our country. This is war. And I hope and pray it gets resolved before we use guns. I really do. I do not want to see bloodshed in America. But we're at war. Sounds like right she now. does. A war for our freedom. Freedom of speech, which just trampled on in Georgia. We had that d d Oh, no, this isn't some kind of Frank speech event. This isn't some Mike Lindell event. How did he even have money for that backdrop? That flag is certainly rented. County that just filed 19 indictment, 19 people indictments. She had some of the indictments, people had 10 indictments. So she just filed, filed all these charges on electors, on President Trump, on his attorneys, on innocent people who were questioning with their they have a right to question right. the validity of an election with as many issues as we had in 2020 we have all the evidence but nobody will hear it nobody will look at it everything gets thrown out and it's real convenient that that's happening whenever it's a red state this republican state and that governor is tweeting negatively about President Trump. George is like a swing state now, actually. It's amazing. He said how secure the election was, but yet you won't let us count it. You won't. You appoint the judges, and it's the judges that won't hear the so evidence. So now, in my ear, I I hear regularly people say, you know, well, you know, Trump did lose. Um, the, you know, it's already been proven in the courts. You know, no. the, 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 these court cases already ruled against him. You know, or you'll hear. Oh no, you know, Brian you know, Kemp said they're all safe and secure. Right. Maybe you should listen to your friends, dude. And 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 so to those people, what else can you say that offers a little bit more proof? Yeah, I mean, Brian Kemp's the one that appoints the judges. He's the one that does that and they're loyal to him, not to the people. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And so you're going before these corrupt judges and they refuse to hear evidence. They refuse to hear I mean the people's court are taxing. No, no, the, the people uh, they should actually put this on the people. You think well, this would have been great if it were like Wapner would have handled this. Wapner would have been fantastic. Valerie, this is so messed up. It's so backwards. And if something does not give and the people do not take back control and get these crooked people out, we will be in a very bad war. We're at war now. It's an information war. It's an information war. And I hope that it stays there and we get it resolved. Yeah, yeah. She hopes. She hopes. Oh, it's so crazy because like they they think that if like a like like civil war breaks out in the United States that it's going to go down like just 50-50 or whatever and it's it's not really going to be like that. People are going to faction off in ways that they don't understand that I'm not even able to predict. Well, no, I'm not even able to predict like I'm like some kind of clairvoyant. 
they want it or or they know that it's so unlikely that that it's okay that for them to use the rhetoric and i think it's the second one actually is they they, they know that it's so unlikely that the rhetoric around it is useful to them to be like oh well you know you better do what we say or we're gonna get you well i mean i don't know come get some start your civil war in um uh, south central los angeles and we'll talk anyway we never do this but uh we have an expert he's the uh chair of law and ethics for uh, Georgia state college of law. And, uh, he's on CNN talking about the, uh, fake, fake elector scheme. Now to discuss is Norm Eisen. He was special counsel for the house judiciary and former president Trump's first impeachment trial. And also Clark Cunningham, who is a law professor at Georgia state university. Um, all right, first off, let's react Norm, if you will, to what we have just learned, uh, about this deal being struck here. Seventy five thousand dollars when it comes to kathy latham there is someone else involved in this alleged uh breach uh and they did not strike a deal where it was seventy five thousand dollars it was ten thousand so what does that tell you about her involvement uh kathy latham was involved in multiple dimensions brianna because she was one of the alleged false electors uh, a part of the uh, thing that is unique about Fannie Willis's case, unlike Jack Smith with his focus on Trump, she, uh, Fannie Willis, really explains that this reached down into the states. You couldn't have had this alleged conspiracy without state uh, Republican officials like Kathy Latham, who signed those counterfeit documents. But that wasn't her only role. She's also involved in the breach, allegedly, of those voting machines, uh, a variety of uh, Georgia. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. All these times they were like, oh, people are hacking the voting machines. People are hacking the voting machines. All the while, some of their people were trying and apparently some of them succeeded in getting access to uh, information from the, the vote. I don't know if it was necessarily directly from the machines or if it was from uh, computers that were doing tabulation. But uh, yeah, some of the some of those people either attempted to or got access. I forgot about that. Statutes that have been charged in the indictment in the nature of computer trespass or hacking for going into these voting machines again to try to prove a baseless conspiracy. So she's in the medium to high range. We have Trump, uh, two hundred thousand. We have the uh, legal alleged ringleaders, uh, Clark. Uh, or rather Eastman and mm -hmm. Chesbro, they are at the $100,000 range. She's just below that, but certainly much more than some of the lower level officials. And uh, Clark, we saw John Eastman uh, in public today, obviously a very central figure here, one uh, person turning himself in ahead of this deadline. Uh, he sent a statement through his lawyers, and what he is basically arguing here is that he was just doing his job, that he was ethically bound to challenge the results of the election, ethically bound to zealously provide services on behalf of his client. What do you make of that defense? I don't think it's a good defense at all. Um, what we're seeing is that the fake, he's, he's at the head of the fake elector scheme, which was the most dangerous part of the RICO conspiracy that's alleged by the district attorney. And, um, you know, it, it, it appears that Eastman was involved in getting these electoral certificates from Georgia and elsewhere under false pretenses. He was part of a scheme 
to tell these electors that these uh, alternate electoral certificates would only be used if Trump won a lawsuit. That was false. That's not what happened. He, he and others were lying to these electors. And in fact, they got these certificates under false pretenses and then used them to present to the vice president in an effort to prevent Biden from being certified as president. That's all him. That's nothing to do with the First Amendment. That's nothing to do with free speech. That's nothing to do with being a zealous advocate for your client. Yeah, and it was his privilege, actually, that was one of the first, uh, Norm, I think the first, actually, to be pierced when it came to, hey, is what you're doing for your client actually lawyering or is what you're doing something that's illegal? He spoke to reporters. We saw this video uh, after his release from jail today. He says he still believes the election was stolen, as I suppose many of these. No, you have to say that you like, here's the thing. You have to say that you still believe that because that's your only like the only defense here. Yeah, you can't be like, oops, I guess I was wrong. Now you're then you're fucked. What do you, you think gotta about like that you gotta die on that hill here. That's the only way you'll you'll you only defense you have. Gonna be a uh, extremely unlikely to succeed factual defense uh, before a judge and a jury here, Brianna, because um, authority after authority have found that uh, the the election was not stolen. That is not something that can be factually substantiated at all. And Eastman continuing to hang on to that after there's but, so but, much evidence. I mean, this guy's kind of right, but he's kind of wrong because the, uh, the alternative is to say that you know that it, you knew that it wasn't stolen or that you know that it wasn't stolen. And then what's your defense? Just like, oops. It's false. Uh, is just not going to avail him. It's as bad as his legal arguments. He's claiming somehow legally uh, the vice president, uh, his arguments were, had the power to suspend Congress or recognize the electors of the loser or send it back to state legislatures to recognize the electors of the one who lost the election. Come on. It's not going to work legally. It's not going to work factually. He's in a lot of trouble. And Clark, co-defendant David Schaefer, he's the former Georgia GOP chairman, fake elector as well. He said in a court filing that he and the other fake electors, quote, acted uh, at the direction of former President Trump, while also arguing that his case should move to federal court. You have co-defendants Mark Meadows and Jeffrey Clark, arguably bigger fish here. They are also trying to move their cases to federal court. What do you make of these arguments? Yeah, I think what Schaefer filed, I think it was today, in an effort to get his case moved to federal court, could be devastating for the former president. Because David Schaefer explicitly places the entire responsibility for the fake electoral thing squarely on Donald Trump. He says, I was acting at his personal direction. He does that because the only he's trying to get into federal court under a law that says, even if you're not an officer of the United States, if you are acting under the officer's direction, you can get to federal court. He is making that statement to get to federal court. But at the same time, uh, implicating Trump directly in the fake electric scheme. This is a very important development in the case, I think. It, certainly. And we will keep our eye on that. Clark Cunningham, Norm Eisen. Yeah, some of these rats are going to fucking start to flee the ship here, I think. This, this thing in Georgia, because <clears throat> Georgia's RICO laws are like pretty strong. Um, they're, you'd probably... You'd probably be better off facing RICO charges, like of, of against like the Department of Justice, than in Georgia, just because of not only not only is Georgia's RICO law is stronger and uh, more broad in a lot of ways than federal laws, but also like governor can't pardon you there. 
You can, but you got to do five years of your fucking term. Five years a long time. So yeah, I'd I'd want my shit moved to the federal courts too. Because what they're what they would I mean one reason they might want to move to federal court is they think they can get a deal and turn on um, turn on the former president. The other reason they might they might think that uh, he might win and then he'll just pardon uh, them if they're in federal court. But uh, in in either set of circumstances here, this this ain't good. This ain't good. I, I do feel sorry for some of the people who acted as electors because they didn't know what was going on. They may have believed what they were told, but you know, maybe those people will, will get a deal or have their charges dropped once it becomes, uh, once it becomes apparent that some of them were just victims of a conspiracy. Cause if you just go along with what someone powerful tells you to do, you haven't really hurt anybody and, and whatever. I don't, I don't know if you should go to jail for that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, here we go. Here's, uh, Alina Haba. I'm not sure who she is. I believe she might be one of Trump's lawyers. Uh, she's going to be like, he doesn't even need to do trial prep because he's just so intelligent. You this, the logistics, you saw the timeline there. Uh, that's in the middle of running for president, caucuses, primaries. How do you logistically handle, you know, prepping a client for all of those different trials and running for president of the United States? Yeah, if it was a normal person, honestly, Shannon, I could understand the concern. President Trump is not your average person. He's incredibly intelligent and he knows the ropes. He also knows the facts because he lived them. These are these are not complicated facts. Look at Fanny. It was a phone call, a phone call that's been around forever that he. It's a phone call. It's been around forever. What is he going to have to be prepped for? The truth? You don't have to prep much when you've done nothing wrong. So that yeah, you I'm do. not concerned with. These trial dates also are going to move. It's unrealistic. It's theatrics. And no judge is going to say that you can be on two trials at once in two different states. Because a lot of these over Oh, yes, they will. Look at the start date of the trial. Mm-hmm. But these are four to six week trials at the uh, least. Mm-hmm. So there's no way they're not going to overlap. I mean, they're going to have to go into October, November of next year, again, by design. But in terms of President Trump, the candidate, I have zero concerns. Okay. Look at his poll numbers, and he didn't even go to the debate. Yeah, the, the the numbers are through the roof. But to be fair, that Georgia indictment is very lengthy, ties in a lot of people and a lot more than just that one phone call. But that certainly seems to be at the center of what Fonnie Willis is building her case on. There are also, let me look back at one so there's probably people right now who are on trial in like uh, two different states and the federal and under the federal indictment and all this is happening at the same time. These they're not going to wait because you have other business. If like there's scheduling conflict, sure. But especially somebody like Donald Trump who has like uh, resources. He can as long as like these things where he's supposed to personally appear don't, don't occur at the same time. I don't see any reason why this can't all happen simultaneously happens to regular people all the time. I think some regular people probably even get railroaded because they don't have the uh, resources to, to like fight two two trials at, at once or whatever. But yeah, this, this probably happens to people all the time. So everybody don't worry. Um, here's Lauren Boebert. She's uh she's like not happy with the condition of his release that says that, uh, that he has to refrain from uh, harassing and intimidating witnesses. Fucking fantastic. With another election indictment of President Trump. The truth is they aren't just going after President Trump. They are going after we the people and we cannot allow this to continue. Uh, But everything that they are doing, even going as far to say that he cannot post on social media. This is absolutely absurd. And I believe that that's probably. They didn't say he can't post on social media. 
uh, in ties with in conjunction with his interview with Tucker Carlson that is scheduled during the Republican debates that's going to dominate the airwaves uh, rather than giving highlight uh, to a bunch of no name candidates. Uh, you know, Vivek is doing very well, uh, but there are a bunch of people who just want some recognition and get their turn to take a jab at President Trump for what? I don't know. He's done a fantastic job and yeah. elevated most of them in their careers. So what she's referring to there is that he he can post on social media. She's referring to conditions of his uh, release that say that he is not allowed to basically you're not allowed to contact uh, the witnesses either for or against you during these kinds of cases. Um, and, and to the extent that you can have contact with them, uh, your lawyer and their fucking lawyer needs to be there. And uh, in some cases, it, the whole conversation needs to be on the record. Um, she's just um, oh, making shit up as she does you know if all this is uh if all this is such a like a railroading i don't know why they're making shit up about uh the the circumstances around it uh anyway brad barnes whoever that is uh, tried to arrest fulton county da uh, fanny willis which is um crazy Okay, so I'm here with Brad Barnes, who just filed an arrest um, for the Fulton County DA. Now, what are you what are you alleging charges on her for? So there are four charges: two under the U.S. Code, two under the Georgia Code. So the two under the Georgia Code are violation of oath by a public officer, which is sixteen ten one, and unprofessional conduct by public officers and employees, which is forty five eleven four. And then the two under the U.S. Code are under 18 U.S.C. 241 and 242, and those are conspiracy against rights and deprivation of rights under color of law. Okay, so what exactly are you saying that she did? So it's very clear that she is using her public office uh, to prosecute a political grudge uh, and uh, actions such as charging lawyers uh, for filing legal paperwork and representation of their clients is a, for example, is a clear violation of uh, the defendants, uh, like Mr. Trump's right to a redress of grievances under the First Amendment. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else on this? Um, why did you come down here to the jail today? Um, in well, general. I think it's important that we get this information. Well, he's like, I mean, if I'm going to try to interfere with a federal with federal and state investigations, I might as well stand next to the jail where they're going to put me when I get arrested for doing it. And out there, and uh, you know, I wanted to be with my fellow uh, Republicans and fellow Trump supporters. It's always a good a good time. Everyone's always very positive of these sorts of things. Yeah, everybody, real nice people. My God. I don't know what like like if you remember do you remember when um we we watched uh like during the 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 height of the uh, the restrictions during the pandemic when everybody was going around trying to arrest like the mayor and the fucking city council trying to arrest the chief of police and shit I get that's the kind of vibe I'm getting off this guy this is some sovereign citizen shit and um of course we couldn't have all this go down without <laughs> Georgia fucking this up uh, in a dramatic way. So here's, um, here's that uh, from the court. Um, the only person who was remanded into custody, uh, was, uh, the only black defendant. Okay. Hold on. Hold on one second. Um, uh, Mr. Floyd. So 
Um, I'm not taking any statements uh, from you today, all right? So we're not dealing with that. What today is just where I advise you of your rights and advise you of the charges that have been brought against you and then talk to you about uh, the, um, your right to counsel and your appointment of counsel, okay? So first I wanna to talk to you about your, your rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be against you, can and will be used against you in the court of law. Uh, you need to be aware that the state, the DA's office, is present here at this hearing, and so I advise you to remain silent. You have the right to a lawyer. Any, if you cannot afford a lawyer, one will be appointed to you at no cost. All right? Um, are you aware of the charges that have been brought against you in this indictment? Uh, yes, ma'am. The DA's office pulled me aside yesterday and they didn't Mirandize me and tried to talk about something. Okay. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. Okay. I'm referring to the indictment where you have been charged in count one with violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, as well as in counts 30 and 31 which is for conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements and writings and influencing witnesses. So those are the charges that have been brought against you in this indictment. Do you understand that? Uh, yes, ma'am. I believe those are the same ones that the DA's office called and threatened and coerced my uh, in-laws with. Oh, I can't hear what he's saying. There's no way I can bring that up. That's too quiet. All right. Thank you, Mr. Floyd. Um, your case has been assigned to Judge Scott McAfee, all right? He's going to be the judge who is assigned to your case, who's going to be handling it uh, from this point forward. I am just handling this first appearance hearing today because I am filling in for the presiding judge, all right? Okay. Um, at this point, I will hear from the state. Is there anything the state needs to add? Um, Adam Nay with the state, Your Honor. Uh, nothing further. Okay. Mr. Floyd, um, let's see, have you uh, retained a lawyer? I requested one who had been denied, Your Honor. Okay, so you have spoken with someone from the public defender's office and you uh, were told that you do not qualify, is that correct? Denied representation, yes, that's correct. Okay, all right, so Mr. Floyd, you have the right to then hire a lawyer of your choice, or of course you're always welcome to proceed pro se. But because you do not qualify for a public defender, you have the right to retain a lawyer of your choice. Okay? Uh, you're, 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 I've spoken with several different um, attorneys before flying out here. Um, the cost is typically between $40,000 to $100,000 just to retain a lawyer for these charges. And then they charge an hourly that I cannot afford. I'm not going to put my family in that kind of So far what I'm getting is that this guy hasn't retained counsel and does not qualify um, for uh, a public defender. Um, especially with my daughter, I, can't, I cannot afford an attorney for something like this. Okay, well, Scott McAfee, uh, Judge McAfee will go through the process if you choose to represent yourself and to not retain a lawyer, he will go through that process and that. So now what I'm getting is that they think this guy wants to uh, represent himself as uh, if you remember, uh, Austin Bennett's hearings that we uh, listened to where he's like, I'm going pro per, I'm going pro per. Uh, 
anyone who is their own lawyer has a fool for a client, right? Those questions with you. I just want to advise you of your right at this point that if you wish to hire a lawyer, you have the right to do so, okay? Okay, all right, um, pretrial services, can you give me um, any information about Mr. Floyd's criminal history? Yes, ma'am, I have one prior, it was from May 15th, 2023, it's a Maryland FBI, it was simple assault, a simple assault on a federal officer, and it was given some bail supervision for five years on charge of simple assault misdemeanor. Oh, this guy is, this guy's an idiot. He's, he's talking when no one asked him a question. I understand, Mr. Floyd. Thank you. I understand that it's just charges against you. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, Mr. Floyd, um, the issue of bond is not going to be addressed today. Uh, that's going to be addressed uh, by Judge McAfee, who's assigned to your case. Uh, so, but to the extent uh, that you are, you're here in front of a judge, I do find that uh, based on the open charge against you, uh, there are grounds for bond to be denied at this point. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and find that you are a risk to commit additional felonies and a potential risk to flee the jurisdiction. So I'm going to deny bond, but a full consideration of bond will be uh, addressed by Judge McAfee as your case moves forward. Do you understand? So the charges again brought against me by the federal government were first presented in the state by the FBI. The state decided to not prosecute on the day they decided not to prosecute. The U.S. Attorney in the state of Maryland notified my attorney that they would take up the charges. This charge is a simple misdemeanor, man. I told you, like, Georgia Dunn found a way to fuck this up. They ended up remanding him to custody. They didn't, like, they had him, there's, there's, this, is a, this is a bond hearing, a bail hearing. They had him there with no representation. Even if he ends up not qualifying for a public defender, if he had no representation, they should have had the public defender's office there to advise him, at least in an advisory role. If you remember, if anybody was here when we were watching the Austin Bennett stuff, Austin Bennett refused the public defender's office. And every time there was a court date, the public defender's office was there anyway, mostly telling him to shut the fuck up and trying to advocate for his best interests in the court. And in this case, I don't care what this guy did. If there's nobody there advocating, this is a miscarriage of justice. And it may just be a coincidence that it's the only black guy, but it's a bad fucking look. It's a bad fucking look. And this guy may be a loon who plans on uh, like representing himself, but in a case, like a Rico case, no, no, they should, they should, they should have postponed this hearing until this, I mean, he would have still been in custody, right? But they should have postponed this hearing a couple days and got the fucking public defender's office in there to at least advocate for this guy. Like, even if he didn't want it, because now there was nobody there advocating on his behalf. And this, this judge was like, uh, filling in for the main judge on the case. So she doesn't know exactly what, like, this is just bad all around. This is fucking horrible. And this might be one of the things that fucking, at least in the um, court of public opinion, this might be one of the things that torpedoes this case. So, up next, 
Did you know that uh, the former president was actually uh, just asking for a recount when he made the phone call? Is he insists that he does believe that Georgia could have been flipped with a recount. And the way that she portrayed that phone call uh, to Raffensperger, I think, is really evidence of the bias and unfairness of aspects of this indictment. You know, it is it makes perfect sense when you're challenging an election to say, you know, I only need around 11,000 votes. So if you do a statewide review, that's not a lot in a state like Georgia. That's not criminal. That's making a case for a recount. Like, no, no, no. He wasn't asking for a recount. The phone call was pretty clear. He was like, you, we, need to, we need to find these votes. We need to find these votes. That was, that's not what he was doing. If he would have just asked for a recount, he's like, well, we need a recount. Then he could have just been told no. He said, we're not doing a recount. That doesn't meet the standard for a recount. And uh, we're going to go ahead and certify the election. That's not what happened. Don't worry, everybody. Here's Mark Levin. Mark Levin, because of course, but 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 Hillary Clinton. But but Hillary Clinton. So what did Hillary Clinton do? She walks the country free. She's gaggling all over the place. She's getting into front uh, friendly media. She's talking about all these indictments. Hillary Clinton should be in prison for her entire life. Over forty five hundred criminal statutes in the U.S. Code that exist today. The one mostly used. The ones are conspiracy, false statements, money laundering, obstruction, perjury, mail fraud, wire fraud, bank fraud, tax evasion. Hillary Clinton. To convict Clinton, it must be shown that she acknowledged that classified emails were contained on her private server. And they said the most recent tally by the State Department of their review of 30,000 Clinton emails indicates at least 671 emails sent or received by Clinton contained classified information. This fact stands in stark contrast to the statement she gave to reporters in July of that year when she said, I'm confident that I've never sent nor received any information that was classified at the time it was sent and received. According to the October 16th Fox News report, the FBI is also looking to see if Clinton committed gross negligence under the Espionage Act for failure to keep national defense information safe. 18 U.S.C. 793. They're using that against Trump. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't care. Fucking if she broke the law, put her in jail, dude. Fuck it. Like I ain't got no love for any of these fucking people, but like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this ship has sailed, you know, either, either you think she, you know, maybe did some bad things, but didn't technically violate the law. Or maybe you think she violated the law and got away with it, but whatever the fuck it is, it's over. That shit is over. Ain't nothing happening anymore. No action on that. So there was a Republican debate and uh, Fox News held the Republican debate. Uh, I didn't watch it. I hope you didn't watch it. Uh, we don't even have any clips of it because I don't care. But what was interesting was the response to it about who was allowed in the spin room. Uh, the spin room is just like after like during and after there's a room for the press, essentially. And uh, Fox News didn't was denying people access to the spin room because um. Well, they're not journalists and you can say what you want about Fox news or whatever, but that's a, an okay standard, right? So here's Matt Gates, uh, not a journalist. I believe if I'm not mistaken, Matt Gates is a member of the house of representatives, a denied access to the press room during the Republican debate, uh, because he's not press. Take on this. 
So here's what happened. The RNC gave control over the spin room to Fox News. Um, we were allowed to uh, go and observe the debate, but there was a little bit of confusion. I can tell you now that's all been sorted out. Uh, we are going to have the Trump team in full force at this debate. We are going to have access to the spin room. We're going to uh, be there to observe the debate. And I can't wait to be given my hot takes on Newsmax uh, afterwards and uh, share with you uh, my perspective on how it went. President Trump's got so he wasn't even denied access. They just said, like, he probably was like, oh, you know, he probably just assumed he was going to have access. And they're like, well, no. And then he's like, well, I'm going to be interviewed by Newsmax. And they're like, oh, OK. Yeah, well, right now, Chris, he's got the biggest lead since George W. Bush in 2000 in that state. So he's really running away with it. But it'll be fun to see what uh, what some of the aspiring politicos on the Republican side uh, want to share on the debate stage. So, like, nothing happened to this guy, actually. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't watch these clips before. I, I, you know, I just assumed that he had been denied access to the spin room because he's not a journalist. Well, no, that wasn't even the fucking case. He just had to explain. He's like, no, no, no. Um, I'm going to be interviewed by Newsmax. And Fox was like, all right, well, whatever. And then he was given access and he was uh, interviewed and lied to the American people probably on uh, Newsmax. That's fine. Here's, um, <laughs> here's, there is, I mean, I, I just called this one. Uh, there is no cocaine in the post-debate spin room. Right now, trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, How un probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. And I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we were able to go in, then they said they were in now that we're here. Wait, wait, saying, and the candidate that said you can't go in the spin room. They're telling me right He's now, Fox, Fox won't let that. me into the spin but room. That's what the American people Fox should know. News, this sir. is the kind they're of They're telling they him, are. he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there. Well, because, because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years, didn't perform as they had hoped. So they can't have someone who can maybe be a representative of my father, just like a few weeks ago when I was canceled after the first indictment. Were you scheduled to be interviewed by any of the media organizations in the spin room, Don? Because it seems like once once it was determined that Matt Gates was uh, scheduled to be interviewed by one of them, they're like, oh, go on. Oh, this is going to be fine, actually. I was scheduled to go on, and about five minutes before I'm on, I found out I'm no longer on, because apparently I wouldn't be a great surrogate to talk about my father's indictment. No, 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 it's that you weren't scheduled to be interviewed by any of the news organizations that had previous, that had prior access, uh, like pre-cleared access to the news, to the spin room. That's it. That's all. Just so we understand what we're dealing with here. So it shouldn't surprise any of us, and it's also why... Trump was 100% right to not go to this debate. Exactly. It's beneath him, and when you know that you're walking into a setup because of exactly these kinds of circumstances, you understand exactly what's going on in mainstream media, even conservative. It's very I like to knock. I like it's to knock the one the side, but I gotta call balls and strikes. This is no different than what we see from the Democrats. It's no different than what we're seeing from the Fulton County DA when they're trying to put a gag order on Donald Trump so he can't defend himself in court proceedings. And more importantly, to function as an intimidation tactic for anyone else who would defend him, where the DA there is then saying, hey, we're gonna add you people to the indictment if you take part in this. I don't know, guys. Doesn't reek of democracy. All the people that have been screaming that for the last yeah, but the spin room is it's not a it's not a democratic thing. It's I mean it's part of our it's part of the debate or whatever. But this is a private entity hosting a debate, and they're not they're not letting you into the after party, Don. Like what? For so years, especially during the Trump presidency, when I believe we had a lot more freedom uh, than we do now, or certainly since this administration's taken over, are strangely quiet. But I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so the, what's going on here is that the spin room is essentially, I mean, yeah, people are in there like 
you know, doing interviews and, you know, talking about the debate and, you know, it's called the spin room for a reason. They're there to, to spin, right? They're there to spin things in their direction. That's what it's for. But it also serves kind of like as an after party for, for the press during these events. It's almost like the green room at, um, at like a show. It's, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of like, a lot of people kind of rubbing elbows and shit too. So they didn't invite cocaine Don in. You know who else they didn't invite in there? Uh, they didn't invite Marjorie the Gathering into the spin room. She didn't get invited to the after party either. I would not invite Marjorie the Gathering to the party or the after party. Uh, but don't worry, she got to go on uh, RSBN, Right Side Broadcasting, which who apparently also did not get invited to the after party. Go ahead and let you know, and for the audience listening, they just blocked us out. They would not allow myself, Matt Gates, any other Trump surrogates to go into the spin room. They ended up letting Matt Gates into the spin room. We just watched a video where he said that. Uh, we argued with them, talked to them. We showed the correct cr credentials. We had spin room credentials, and they would not let us in. So this is censorship um, from Fox News. This is censorship, not allowing surrogates for President Trump to go into the spin room. But I think... like. Yeah, that's you're not that's not what like <clears throat> whether you agree with it or not, that's not what the spin room is. It isn't a place for like yeah, people are spinning, but it's for the media. It's for the media. They let they let fucking Newsmax in and Marjorie the Gathering couldn't even get Newsmax to be like, actually, uh, we're gonna go ahead and interview her for this. Like, uh she couldn't get any of the the news outlets who were in there to say, Oh, actually we would like to interview her about the uh the debate. Matt Gates was able to get the Newsmax to do that. Cocaine Don Jr., uh, Kim Kim Guilfoyle, and uh, Marjorie the Gathering were not. Them's the breaks. Sometimes you're not invited to the after party. That's the way, that's the way it goes. So Jason Miller, on the other hand, wasn't invited to the event at all. In fact, he was so not invited to the event. Well, here he's going to tell you about it on Kimberly Guilfoyle's fucking show. This, this goes beyond not being invited. Check this out. That doesn't make any sense. So... When we were coming in, and we could see it was clearly printed out, and it had us on there, and it was pretty clearly at the direction of the the folks from Fox News. So, okay, maybe this was in the afternoon before the debate. We haven't resolved, and so headed into the place where we were watching inside the debate hall. So, to be very clear, I was inside debate hall, and all of a sudden, I start getting these text messages and people reaching out saying, "Wow, you're banned from the debate!" And like, well, what are you talking about? That same piece of paper that the gentleman had that said, do not let Jason Miller and Justin Caporal and Danny Tiso in was posted at every entrance to the Fiserv Arena. And for people not familiar with Milwaukee, that's the big basketball stadium where the Milwaukee Bucks play. So you have all these entrances all around our mug shots. Like literally, it was like, do not allow these people in. I'm inside the debate hall and stories start popping and I'm laughing because I'm in the debate hall. So it's just, it's comical, but so you got in too. So what are you there complaining about? He moved quick to go and knock it down and say that this was done. First of all, you can't even accidentally get someone's picture and target them and say they're not allowed in. So it, 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 so it got well, you can actually. I'll tell you, it, it annoyed me. Just I think my the quote that I gave out last night was it was petty. It was small. Uh, it's just not very. <laughs> yes, uh, the either the venue or the promoter of the event can in fact pass around a book of photos of people not allowed into the event. They rent it an event hall. They decide who goes in and who doesn't. They apparently uh, decided in the end that you were allowed to go in. So you were just complaining that they, maybe somebody thought that they shouldn't let you in and then they let you in. 
So they're much ado about nothing there. Just same with Matt Gates. Much ado about nothing because he ended up getting what he wanted too. Now, uh, Marjorie the Gathering and Cocaine Don Jr. were not allowed in the spin room, but that's just because even Newsmax didn't want to interview them. Up next, we got Vivek on um, the Don Lemon show. And uh, word on the street is this didn't go very well for Vivek. Here's a, here's a clip of it. So, With due respect, I find, I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to black Americans, to say that black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part people, of what hold, Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that, that black people, say, say what you said again. Damn, he told his producer to shut the fuck up. That's pretty ballsy. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Amendment rights had, were secured. They That's were not fact. secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you're, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction. You're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War. And, and that things turned around. People would, tried to change the freedoms that were supposed and to And you know how they the got Civil it? War they got their Second Amendment rights and they actually got the nra played a big role in that but today down the, the final, nra did the, not play a big absolutely role they trained black americans that's just on there lying that's At, not the nra actually, did not play a big role this in is that. just historical fact it's, it's but down not the, historical the, fact. the part that i just find because you say it's historical the fact, part that i find insulting fact. is when you say today black americans don't have those rights after we have the gone through that civil rights revolution in this country you are sitting here telling an african-american about the rights and what you find insulting about the 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 way i live the skin i live in every day here's where you and i have the freedoms that black and white that black people don't have in this country and that black people do have well here's where you and i have a different point of view i think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin we should have this debate without me regarding views, you as a black man, insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me. What <laughs> oh, fucking, I like how his co-host is like, I'm going to tweet through this. what it's like to be black Whatever ethnicity I am, I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate. content of the ideas. do it, you should do it in an honest way and in a fair way. And what you're doing is not in an honest and fair way. Okay? we appreciate you coming on. With due respect, Don, I look forward to continuing that conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Papa. We'll talk about China. Yes, talk about China. Next time you come back. Oh, thank you. Much to say on declaring independence from China. Okay. Something you can add on now, please. Thank you. Thank you. We can move on now. Oh my God. So that's like the, the way like somebody like Vivek needs to be dealt with. Honestly, you need to be like, you came on here and I just think you're just being very dishonest because that he like moved the goalposts, tried to put words into the, the host's mouth and uh, you know, Don Lemon wasn't there for it. I think, <clears throat> and I, I think that, you know, I think that that's looked down upon. It's like, well, you weren't very respectful to your guest and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, you don't always have to be respectful to your guest. If your guest comes on your shit and lies. You, that's not very respectful to you or to your audience. So you should, uh, should uh, respond in kind. So we're about halfway through the docket here and halfway through the docket. We always, always have a bit of a palate cleanser. I feel like things haven't been that wild this week, but we still need a palate cleanser. So here is. This is a, uh, this kitty, this, this kitty is adorable. And this kitty is the world's best personal trainer. We'll let this run on loop for a, a, a bit here. Cause this clip is only eight seconds, but check this out. Isn't that great? The best personal trainer ever. Kitty's like, keep doing sit-ups, keep doing sit-ups. 
People who are uh, listening on the audio only podcast, I go ahead and check out the video of this on YouTube, or you can grab the uh, show notes and, and uh, all the links that we used are on the show notes. Good kitty. Everybody, that's everybody needs a personal trainer like that, right? If if I was working out, I'd I'd really I would really like uh, a kitty being like, no, you can do more sit ups, you can do more sit ups. I I probably should do some sit ups actually. It's a shame I don't have a cat to force me to do them. <sighs> now back to our ongoing dystopia. Here's uh somebody mentioned this in chat a little bit ago. Here's uh Laura Loomer versus Marjorie the Gathering. <laughs> Oh, I'm here for this. Like, I am so here for this. If this is going to be like one of the things that happens in this, the next six months, if we're going to be covering this, I'm fucking here for it. Here we go. Your side doesn't follow. It's any called rules. going along to get along. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why Marjorie Trader Green, as I like to call her, Marjorie Trader Green, campaigned on breaking up the establishment. Remember, she was doing all that hoorah rah about not not supporting Kevin McCarthy, and now she's Kevin McCarthy's lapdog. Okay, she's on her knees in Congress every day for Kevin McCarthy as his cheerleader when he screws us over. He screws us over. Oh, dude. Yeah, maybe Marjorie Taylor Green can use my my pillow code Loomer at my pillow so that she can get herself a nice pillow for her knees to place under Kevin McCarthy's desk. How about that? It's easy for people to come out and say that they support President Trump. Like, where was she today? Where was she? Like, yo, you can be like, hey, she ran as an anti-establishment candidate and now she's uh, carrying water for the establishment of the Republican Party. And I think that's dishonest. But that whole thing where it's like, oh, you're going to put a pillow under her knees because she's on her knees under his desk. Like, no, dude, that's fucking shitty. Like, <clears throat> I don't care who it is. No, 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 no. Let's we could we don't need we don't need that shit. Like, it's fine. That, that's Laura Loomer. She's going to do whatever it takes to try to get attention. Right. And then we, we would expect nothing less. And I mean, I, I'm here for it. But man, nobody to root for. But I hope I hope uh, I hope Marjorie the Gathering gets a couple blows in in this too. Right. Like, we'll keep an eye on this going forward. So um, there, was a, there was a shooting yesterday in Tennessee. Or, or, I'm sorry, in uh, Florida and Jacksonville. We're not going to spend too much time on it because the. Uh, Information is still coming out, and um, I usually like to wait, uh, you know, not the next day. I'm, I've avoided a lot of stories about it. But here is the statement um, from the uh, Jacksonville, uh, from the Sheriff's Department, about the uh, shooter and his, um, I'm going to say, apparent motives, even though it seems like these are fairly obvious motives. The Clay County Sheriff's Office, who has been assisting our agency with this investigation, received information after the shooting that the shooter had authored several manifestos, one to his parents, one to the media, and one to federal agents. Portions of these manifestos detailed the shooter's disgusting ideology of hate. Plainly put, this shooting was racially motivated and he hated black people. He wanted to kill niggers. Whoa! One and only time I'll use that word. Sorry about that, everybody. Clear that there is absolutely no evidence that the shooter is part of any large group. Well, I didn't expect that to be in there. Um, 
I mean, if that's what the manifesto said, that's what the manifesto said. And sometimes, you know, strong language, maybe from like the right person or whatever is, is appropriate. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about the, uh, we'll talk more about the, um, the shooting probably next week when we have more and more and more reliable information. I tend not to jump on something like that. So up next, we got um, <clears throat> there. Here's the uh, T Tennessee House subcommittee. Um, there, it's the is the Tennessee State House, and uh, people were removed for quietly holding up signs. It appears. not disrupting the proceedings i don't know maybe there's there's a code of conduct there because i'm big on codes of conduct for government meetings and if you're not supposed to hold up signs you're not supposed to hold up signs but i don't know if there's a code of conduct as such at this meeting this is not what democracy looks like there's like a code of conduct about signs other maybe but I, I i would suggest to you that if any such code of conduct they're quietly holding signs and those signs were small they were like <clears throat> what they're like maybe this big barely barely bigger than your head so they weren't like blocking anybody's ability to see 
and the people were there being fairly quiet. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll maybe we'll find out more about that soon. Anyway, uh, here is just a quick hit. There's this group called No Labels, right? It's one of these sort of centrist think tank type groups. And <clears throat> the question here is basically, like, who is No Labels and, and what is their agenda? And on page two, it says the following. It says, we, No Labels, created the first of its kind House Problem Solvers Caucus and an allied Senate group that were the force behind historic bipartisan achievements like the 2021 infrastructure bill. Joe Biden, the sitting president of the United States, is running for re-election largely on that bill and on his other bipartisan achievements, many of which are credited to the Problem Solvers Caucus right. and that centrist group in the Senate. No, bipartisan. So, right. Ventures. And so if you have a president that's already doing bipartisan work and running for re-election on it, why run a third-party candidate that could cost him the election? We want him to continue to do bipartisan work because bipartisan work is the only thing that works. They're not going to run a third-party candidate. They're just fundraising on the idea that they might. The two extremes, the far, far left and the far, far right, does not provide solutions to America's problems. But at the moment, Joe Biden is operating from the very middle that you tout in this, in your literature. So, we want him so, to continue why, to work so then that. why not just support Joe Biden this for real? Biden actually was and is the common ground candidate that no labels pretends to be calling for. Any third party running either to the right or left of President Biden more likely to pull votes from that 2020 coalition than from the MAGA base. Americans are free to vote for any candidates we want. That is the beauty of our system. But it's important that we all understand who our vote is really helping. So <clears throat> no labels ain't going to run no candidate. They're not going to run no third party candidate. They're, they're, they're just trying to fundraise. It's a grift. That's all this no labels thing has been the whole time. It's just that because a lot of the people that are like spokespeople for uh, no labels are like plugged in with the media and or like former politicians or former uh, staffers uh, that nobody's ever just going to call them grifters. And uh, that's sad, but n no worries. They're not running a candidate. They're going to be at about as um, they're going to have about as much impact on the 2024 election as Andrew Yang's forward party. So up next, here's a clip from Walter Matheson. Apparently these anti-abortion protesters aren't real big fans of, um, the parts of the Bible he is going to uh, read to them, if you could imagine that. Corinthians 14, women should remain silent at church. David really wanted to become a son-in-law to the powerful king. He took his men and killed his half Philistine to bring back a few hundred foreskins. Ah. David counted them all in front of the king as promised, and he was awarded the princess. He was awarded the princess. If a slave owner meets the slave, male or female, with a stick, so severely that the slave dies immediately, the owner should be punished. If the slave survives a day or two, he should get back to work. The slave is the owner's property. The Lord regretted ever creating human beings, and he was sad. So the Lord said, I will wait. I'm reading the Bible. You can't read the Bible. The Lord tried to kill Moses, but Zamora used a sharpened stone and cut off their son's foreskin. 
and rubs the bloody ring on Moses' feet, saying, You are now my bridegroom. This made the Lord leave Moses alone. Well, not with some I, I don't think women step off the autonomy. I think they serve And the girl must bury her rapist and will never be allowed to divorce him. I'm on the sidewalk. The cops told me to be on the sidewalk. The cops told me to be here. The police told me not to leave the sidewalk. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's trollish behavior, but it's good. And this guy's, this guy's generally pretty good on this stuff. I like, I like what he does. He doesn't like, um, it doesn't really harass individuals or whatever. He just goes out there and it's like, Hey, I, here's what your Bible says. And like, the thing is like reasonable people, like there's a lot of people here who are Christians would be like, well, I don't really uh, agree with those parts of the Bible. They are a function of the time they were written in, but you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, people who claim to be uh, fundamentalists would never say a thing like that. Anyway, up next, uh, I called this uh, Kyle's new friend. Ted is a bit of a bad influence and maybe mom and dad should step in. I just I see this going on with Trump and I'm just like, I can relate in a way. I see sure. political prosecution and it's just it's upsetting because they're doing this to a president, a, former, a good man, a good person. Well, you know, I went through this anti-justice system at the hands of Barack Obama. Oh, you've been through the justice system before that, sir. Barack Obama, you punk. You horrible, anti-American, communist, Islamic terrorist. Well, that's going to go in the media. That's what he was. He literally reignited racism in America. Thanks a lot, Barack, and your buddy Mike, and your two fake daughters. And Whoa, that's crazy wrong, talk. Somebody show me a picture of Mike Obama pregnant. Show me a picture of yeah, Mike Kyle, Obama somebody, Kyle, Kyle's parents should step in two here. daughters in their youth. Show me Mike and Barack snuggling their infants in, in swaddling clothes. Those pictures don't exist because his, his wife is Mike. Did you know that? I, I did not. And the like even Kyle Rittenhouse is like, dude, well, what the fuck? conspiracy theory. Prove me wrong. Um, I don't know. Like, I think she was pregnant before there was just your picture plastered all over social media. I don't know. Some people like are like, maybe she was like, I don't want pictures of me pregnant plastered all over social media. I can, probably can't find pictures of my mom pregnant with me. Although maybe I could, I don't know. we got photo albums and shit at the house, but <clears throat> certainly not going to publish those. Anyway, that was weird. That was, that was incredibly weird. Um, and, uh, it's interesting that when, uh, Ted Nugent talked about his run-ins, uh, with law enforcement that he didn't bring up the, you know, you know, I think you know. If you know, you know. Anyway, here's a Newsmax host talking about Freddie Mercury. I didn't watch this, but um, I feel like we might get a sound drop out of this one. Don't say fat. You can't say fat. That's offensive, you know, to some people. Wokeness coming for the band Queen. My, my. For what? You, you, you'll never guess. For one of their most popular songs. And it's being canceled. Fat bottom girls make the rock and world go around originally on their greatest hits compilation but it's not on the release of the latest version on uh, yodo okay it's, uh, an audio platform aimed at uh, on yo-yo what the fuck is yo-yo 
It was deemed to be inappropriate. Uh, isn't everything Queen ever did uh, inappropriate? Aren't there much more inappropriate songs by, by Queen? Um, how about uh, WAP? Anybody doing? Yep. Uh, w- but that wasn't Queen. Mix a lot. I like you know, big. Yeah, well, you know, I, that's a great yeah. song. There are a lot of uh, things. You know. that, yeah. uh, how about you know a good old fashioned? Uh, lo- oh, I'm hearing from the chat that Yo-Yo is a str- uh, like a music service for children. Well, yeah. Then aren't these people supposed? Aren't we supposed to save the children, not expose them to sexual stuff? That, is that what it's called? It's called Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy uh, by Queen. And the lyrics are, see, the you know, the thing about this one, Freddie Mercury was was gay. He was not only gay, he was very gay. And in- <laughs> Yes, Freddie Mercury was. I do believe I have a soundboard hit for that. We don't usually do soundboard hits during uh, the, the podcast portion of the show, but he was like this gay. Gay, 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 in that song, he says, Ooh, let me feel your heartbeat. Uh, you can feel my love heat. Uh, come on and sit on my hot seat of love. And tell me, <laughs> tell me, what do you think he's talking about here? And tell me, how, how do you feel? Uh, you know, uh, uh, right after all, he said, I'd uh, like for you and I to go romancing. Say the, say the word, uh, your wish is my command. Now, So was that song on the Queen compilation for children? He like brought up like Sir Mix a lot. By the way, I hadn't thought about Sir Mix a lot in a while. Sir Mix a lot was dope, um, but I don't think there'd be a, like a, a Sir Mix a lot compilation for children. <laughs> Sir Mix a lot was making, you know what I mean? Sir Mix a lot, not not the most family friendly um, uh, entertainer in the world, and that's fine. Dial one eight hundred Mix a lot. Um, here's Kevin Sorbo <laughs> on why uh, you're not seeing him. You, you, did you notice that Kevin Sorbo wasn't even involved in the Sound of Freedom? wasn't even involved in that QAnon movie, which, you know, you know. Anyway, here's why Kevin Sorbo is not uh, on the A-list, as they say. It's divide in our country right now, and it's perpetuated by the uh, mainstream media, perpetuated movies, TV. Um, I don't harbor that kind of anger and, and hate towards people who have a different point of view. And it's, it was sad to me, you know, my manager and agent for so many years said we can't get your jobs anymore, work with you because people don't want, you know, because if you're being a Christian, be conservative. And I, I, I almost had to laugh at that because it's an industry that screams for tolerance and yet it's a one-way street. It screams for freedom of speech, but it's Hollywood's one-way street as well. And that's, it, that's just too bad. You know? Um, There's a, like, there's a lot of Christians uh, working in Hollywood. It's because, like, I don't think he's getting acting roles because he's been directing and producing a lot of really crappy movies. Remember that one movie he did that was, it was like about Antifa coming to come into your city. Oh, that was such a crazy movie. We watched the uh, we watched the trailer for it on here. Uh, well, you don't remember it. Nobody was watching my channel at the time, but uh, I mean, just the, the the absolute garbage that has come out from Kevin Sorbo since basically after Hercules. And I'm I'm not confident that Hercules was even good, but I I don't know for sure. Maybe there's a uh, big fans of Hercules watching or listening. So up next, we got uh this is uh, this is another clip from Right Wing Watch, and this is uh this is Lance Wallenu, and um. What he's going to say here, what happens here is uh, when, when this happens to other people, we often call it uh, hearing voices. And I don't know how this ended up. You know, I'm Pentecostal, charismatic, but somehow I was, I don't know if I was slain in the spirit. I think I was on my knees praying at a great gathering at a church, which was Harold Caballeros' church, a great statesman down there. 
and I had my eyes closed. And a man came up to me out of nowhere and whispered in my ear. He said, Brother Lance, I believe the Lord has a word for you. God wants you to know Donald Trump will be elected for one more term. And after that, there shall be this great distress of nations. The Antichrist and those forces will not be able to emerge before their time. And there's one more term of mercy for America. Whispered it in my ear. By the time I turned around, I didn't even know who it was. Yeah, you're hearing voices, friendo. We call that hearing voices. <clears throat> or somebody whispered some shit in his ear and ran away. That'd be funny. I'd be, I'd be here for that. That'd be, I'd, I'd be entertained by that. The word was plastics. Somebody in the chat, y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. If you're listening on the podcast version of this show, first of all, you're missing most of the show. But secondly, like you don't even know what the chat is saying because I usually don't respond to it during the pod. Although I, sh- I think maybe I should do more of that. I might bring more people to the podcast. Anyway, up next we got, um, this one's just called a, a potluck and what? This is uh, this clip's only 18 seconds, but uh, the comments under the post on Twitter led me to believe that uh, I should break my like third my general 30 second rule and that we should watch this uh, 18 second clip here. So here's a clip about a potluck and what? Hey everybody, Evangelist Urbanic here with Pure Words Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. I just want to invite everybody. We're having our uh, church anniversary this Sunday. We're going to be doing a church potluck for lunch, so you don't want to miss that. And after the evening service, we're going to be doing our annual false Bible burning. <laughs> false Bible burning? What? What do you? What are they going to? Are they mad at the King James version? What do you think they mean by false Bible burning? They mean? Oh no! Do they mean like other? They're going to burn like other people's? Um, yeah, other people's religious texts. I think um, you're free to burn books like whatever. I think it's a uh, stupid. Um, you're free to not read a book. I think, uh, yeah, you're free to burn a book. I don't think you should go to jail for it. I just think it's dumb. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, I think burning, if you, instead of burning a book, burn a flag for fuck's sake, have some, have some stones, burn the flag. Anyway, uh, we got one more, uh, short podcast version of the show this week. Maybe we'll include the red light segment in the, uh, part that goes out audio only. Uh, this week though we won't include the the whole red light segment we'll just include the couple uh couple links i have here so here's charlie kirk uh just you know doing a racism because that's how he do or maybe not check this out this is a great website you got over there at twitter let's try this again <laughs> let's try this again Anybody listening on the pod? Can you guess? This is, uh, we do this live. Here we go. They did it because they wanted to try to send a statement that I'm a big fan of Willis and I'm in charge of Fulton County. Yeah, okay, we know. Wait, why did she sound like a, like what kind of fake accent is this? They did it because they wanted to try to send a statement that I'm a big fan of Willis and I'm in charge of Fulton County. Yeah, okay, we know. What is she, Foghorn Leghorn? This is your moment to shine because she's a small person acting like, well, she's actually not that small. She's got a big fanny, but she's Wait, acting does like she? a big person and they fell for it. Wait, but I thought you were mad that I thought they were mad a minute ago that fat bottom girls got canceled. Newt Gingrich even said that big fanny Willis got a call from Washington DC to rush this, to expedite this. Yeah. But that's what someone said. Like, okay. First of all, they like, listen, 
it just seems they were mad about uh, the fat bottom girls thing getting canceled or whatever, and now they're um, now they're making fun of somebody for 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 them claiming that this is a, a fat bottom girl. Oh, that's right. I think the fat bottom girl song, or they believe it was about white girls. They believe it was about like skinny white girls with a big butt. Um, but see, it's different when it's a black lady because you know and that's that gets into sir mix a lot territory and we just you know we don't really i don't know it's it's fucking complicated anyway this has been the uh, regular docket part of the show uh everybody actually stick around podcast listeners we're going to go through the one two three four five uh links that we got on the uh, red light docket for um well, we'll go ahead and put that up on the podcast feed this week before we go into um the reawaken america tour so um Usually we play a Periscope song called uh, Boomers, but this week I wanted to play another different Periscope song. And the reason I wanted to play it is I feel like, if you listen to the lyrics, I feel like it might be about Twitch streamers. This song is called Control Image. Uh, I'm going to change the color of the lights, change the content of my beverage, and we'll be back with Red Light. Don't you know the best? Or at my 
Welcome back, everybody, and uh, podcast listeners usually get kicked out of here after the uh, that part of the docket's over, but we'll we'll keep you around for the next five stories, play another song, and then kick you off. Our first uh, clip here for Red Light is uh, Wendy Davis, who is an Arizona state senator. Uh, she's on the Stu Peters show, and uh, if you can imagine, um, the fact that she's in Red Light and the fact that she is uh, on the Stu Peters show means that this is pretty fucking cooked. And uh, shout out to Right Wing Watch as always. The judiciary yes. has failed us. We've seen the judiciary fail Kerry Lake. You say that the Supreme Court wants an election case. Well, they've had plenty of election cases. Uh, they're failing to hear them or just shoving them out the window. What, what, what makes Kerry Lake's different? And by the way, if she is installed, as you say, as the legitimate governor, uh, what about Hobbs, will she be arrested? Will all of the people who committed these crimes actually be held criminally accountable? Uh, I this want is to. What I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, the, I want to see that. Speaking of enemy combatants, uh, that's what these people are. They <clears> have I want to see the person who uh, was told by every institution that they squeaked out a victory against a crazy person. I want to see them get arrested for believing the people in every institution that told her that she squeaked out a victory against a crazy person. That seems like uh, what any freedom-loving American would want. Country. They have affected a Marxist coup d'etat. These are the real insurrectionists who have committed sedition. Seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government. A government that, by the way, is designed to be representative of the people and is What's now... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Don't worry. It's going to get crazier tonight. The judiciary has failed us. The legal process has failed us. The voting process has failed us. Uh, the, the legal process 
has failed us. And so I think that right now what Americans need to be exploring is our extra legal options. Wendy Rogers, we love you so much. Thank you. Our extra legal options. What are those, Stu? God bless America. Yeah, even Wendy Rogers was like, not going to fucking take that bait from fucking Stu Peters. Our extra legal options. Like he, it's like dog whistles, right? It's like dog whistles to like political violence. And like, if, if listen, I don't call for political violence, but if I ever do call for political violence, you're going to know I just called for it. <laughs> like it'll be unambiguous. <laughs> I will, I will do the time. So here we go. The, the fresh and fit podcast has been, uh, demonetized by YouTube and also, uh, the studio where they record, uh, has asked them to leave. <laughs> and we got a very important announcement for you guys. It won't be the same, bro. Yeah. The channel has been kicked off the YouTube partner program. Just keep it straight. With if you look right now, you can't even super chat or you can't remember. even super chat right now. Yep. Uh, so this is the beginning of the end of this era. Um, we're working with YouTube to try to come to a middle ground and, you know, work together and figure this out. But for now, we don't even know why we, yeah, we, Oh, come get yourself kicked off a of Twitch. Know the specific reason when you guys send me your DMS and say, yo, you saved my life. Yo, you sent me a picture of your credit score. Yo, my girl is making sandwiches now or whatever it is. Right. Well, that's why you got kicked off actually is because like that that's the shit that got you and you weren't even kicked off. You were just, YouTube was like, you're not part of our partner program and we're not going to let you monetize your content through our monetization system. That doesn't mean there aren't other ways for them to monetize. Although, although if they were, if I found out they were on fourth wall, I'd probably get them kicked off a of fourth wall. We've helped a lot of you guys, um, from yourselves, from making a really bad decision. What I'm asking you guys is just like we've saved you guys. We need you guys to save us. We need you guys to support us. Here we go. Pressure fit. You guys saved my life. Yo, you changed my entire life. I'm not happy because I was so depressed. Guys, it's gotten to the point now where even where we shoot the location doesn't want us to stay here. <laughs> yo, yo, that that's that's crazy. Like you, so what they're saying is they were bringing in all this money, right? If I was bringing, uh, we have to assume. Let's say they were bringing in fifteen thousand dollars a month. They might have been bringing in more than that. Well, let's say that this project was bringing in fifteen grand a month. I would have a lease for an office where the people that leased to me where I was on a lease where they couldn't just kick me out. These people probably, it was like one of them fucking one of them fucking handshake agreement things where they're probably like uh, probably using somebody else's studio and they're like, get the fuck out because well, they can't fucking, they can't fucking pay for it now. I fucking have to say that shit. I really don't want to have to admit that dude. There is like, Go to Rumble, matrix, man. Like people don't want you guys to get this message. Dude, I love doing this. I'd be lying to you guys if I didn't say I didn't love doing this. I left a job that I truly loved to do this. Well, they're not going to hire you back either, friendo. Right, because I shouldn't be admitting this, but saving children, right? That was great, but saving you guys is better. This guy was. This guy was saving the children. Um...
so they're on locals. Um, they could just go to Rumble. I think they got demonetized, and I bet like YouTube um, probably said, okay, if you do the following things in 30 days, we'll, re we'll review you. If you stop doing the following things, you know, we'll review you, and we might put you back in the partner program. And I bet they refused. And I bet the reason they refused is they're probably going to make the uh, the, the griff shift, right? They're probably going to hit up. They're, they're already on locals. Um, but they're probably going to hit up Rumble. We're probably going to see them as like featured content on Rumble in like two weeks. Probably going to get a signing bonus from Rumble too. And they'll be doing it out of the Rumble studio. These people are going to land on their feet for sure. Oh, and just real quick during the show, I always forget to do this at the beginning of Red Light. Uh, GDOX, GIDOX, thank you for following. Uh, Rebel Phoenix, thank you for following. Uh, Tyler the Goat, uh, you got banned. So I'm not thanking you for following. And of course, Deborah McDonald, thank you for dropping some bits on me during the show. I appreciate it. This wouldn't be a show without the new followers, of course, and the old school heads who are here who uh, do what they can, keep the, keep the chat uh, going, and uh, thanks, Mods, for taking care of that, too. Cause somebody comes in here and is all Trump 2024. Like, they're not here to, like, they're not here to, like, have a discussion. They just want to get, they just want to argue with people, and that's fine. But my fucking, the rules when you come in the chat, they're just like, this is not a debate club. Go argue with people on Twitter. So, <clears throat> oh, they're already on Rumble? Yeah, they're, 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 oh, yeah, they're probably going to sign an exclusive agreement with, uh, with Rumble. And that's what's going to happen next. So this one's real weird. This is, um, these are friends of Nick Fuentes. Uh, this is, um. Dalton Claude Fetter and uh, Tyler Russell are gonna, uh, they're making fun of what they're calling MAGA boomers. So this, this is going to be good. Hopefully we don't catch our second slur of the night in this, but we'll see. They're, we'll start watching all, this they're guy. They're all going to freak out when Trump gets back in, then he fires 50,000 people yep. and DC is just like MAGAville. MAGAville. And then the troops are in the streets going door to door. <laughs> rounding up rounding up undesirables <laughs> like is this what these people broke think is going to happen yeah <laughs> who literally broke the law yeah <laughs> no that's real though we gotta like i, I watch this and it goes without saying i love when they talk about shit like this like when the leftists or liberals or whatever the fuck when they're like they they are they're trying to take over the country and bring and put in a king. ooh that flag like, with, yeah with the yeah, bolt dude, on it yeah yeah, yeah that's some more. definitely uh, Nazi symbology yeah yeah you have people like this who will like call out and be like these guys are fascists like they want a king they they want to like fire every well that's that would you would be monarchists if you wanted a king being like they they never want another election to happen and then you'll get like the libertarian MAGA people like the same guy pretty much are like no what are you talking about they yeah. don't want that and we're over yeah. like yeah we, we totally don't want that like <laughs> yeah. and then we go just, like and then so we go funny. live in private well uh milton uh, every every city is gonna tend to vote democrat it's there's cities like uh san jose is very has a very low percentage of uh, black people one a very low percentage of black people compared to other cities its size in san jose voted overwhelmingly against donald trump in 2016 and uh 2020 it's just cities we're like we do want yeah that. yeah, yeah. And, and then and then like like right wing watch will like clip us no, isn't that, that crazy that these like these guys will make videos that, like that, that nobody would date like because like you could be a conservative and just be nice on a date and there'd be no problem this yeah. showing us saying that and then the, the libertarian maga viewers are just like 
Nah, dude, that's like fake. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> they don't want that. They, trust me. Nah. They're just messing around. It's clearly a joke. Dude, it's all about liberty and freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so real. I love it. And see, see now the funny yeah. thing is they could just clip this and just put it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The cycle's just going to keep going. <laughs> Yeah, see, like these people are like, oh, these, uh, these, like, kind of old school conservatives are even not good enough for them, essentially. Uh, but these, that's we, Dalton Claude Fetter. I think he used to work for um, Infowars. I think we called him Infowars Dork for a while, but I'm not sure. Uh, I could be mixing up my dorks. Could be a. Could be mixing up my dudes who nobody would ever date, uh, not due to how they look, but due to their personality, as someone in chat was talking about. Speaking of people who are never going to get a date, not because of their looks, but because of their personality, here's a clip of uh, Nikki Fuentes talking about uh, Donald Trump and the indictments. And so this is just like... And I think everyone already recognized that I'm not the first okay, person. I'm, okay, I'm okay, I'm lying. He did get a date with uh Catboy Cammy. But this has become now an icon and a symbol of this moment. I think people are rallying around this. And it would be stupid for him not to monetize it, but I don't think it's necessarily a given. The Georgia, the Fulton County Courthouse has given him the symbol. This is like giving him a swastika. He didn't have a swastika. He didn't have a hammer and sickle. He didn't have, uh, you know, wh whatever, whatever the great symbol. He didn't have a bloody shirt or a flag, really, to rally behind. And they gave him one. They said, here, we'll fix this to you so that it can be reappropriated and turned into a symbol of defiance. Yeah, that, that wasn't a symbol. Yeah, the red cap. He had, yeah, he had the Make America Great Again caps, yeah. And there's nothing actually wrong with having a symbol for your political campaign or for your... Uh, media outlet there's a symbol anybody who hangs out here uh, uh regularly could recognize my logo that like uh, tons of things have look coca-cola has a logo like everything has a logo it's branding it's the system i don't think they could this is like this is what the election is about it, in a way it's about that picture because the picture summarizes this, this guy all this guy has a logo that looks like it's from fucking max headroom look at it years and the eight years are the culmination of 30 years or even longer of what's been going on, which is that this country is being killed by its leadership. That's what it's really about. And that's all in that picture, which is that this is the face of health and wealth. This is the face of America. This is the face of a patriot. And it's being punished. It's being chopped up. Meanwhile, as we all know, the country is in decline. Meanwhile, what is celebrated is vulgarity and indecency. Yes. Celebrate vulgarity and indecency. And please, Nikki, don't say a slur. And crime and obese people and transsexual people. They tear down the statues of the heroes and they change the holidays and they uplift criminals. We they change the holidays? I thought we just add holidays. Worship thugs, worship deranged freaks. The models are unhealthy. They're fat and ugly. Wait, the models? And I know, I'm, like, once but, again. But, but, but Nikki, you, Nikki, nobody, Nikki, you're not 
either of those things, and nobody wants to go out with you. Man, this is what we all know and feel. The mugshot says all this. Yeah, people don't. Gay Steve is like more of an idea than a person, really, because like you got you guys haven't had Gay Steve in a long time. <laughs> you might catch him. You might catch uh, Gay Steve behind the decks. Uh, but yeah, you catch Gay Kevin. Gay Kevin is like. Gay Kevin absolutely fucking slayed Jim Lee. Well, no, Gay Kevin didn't. Well, yeah, Gay Kevin was rather rude to Jim Lee last time here. Anyway, we got one more, and we're going to play another song so I, I can cl cleanly cut this off for the people on the pod. Um, that's what uh, a little taste of what Red Light is, uh, podcast listeners. So you should uh, check it out live, or if you want that shit delivered to your inbox, that's Patreon dot com slash echoplex or even better eplex.xyz uh the reason eplex.xyz is better is that it gets you um you know some discounts on merch like the tinfoil hat i'm wearing right now and those are discounts on top of any other coupon code we offer there are ways in which you could cause me to lose money on merch if you were uh particularly um spendy i suppose anyway here's Stu peters uh on the Infowars show talking about the Trump indictments. Thank you for the bits. Jeff Thomas Black. What is your take on the election, on the election meddling, the indictments of Trump? How do you see the election playing out? Uh, well, I think the elections are fake and gay and rigged and stolen. Number one. I don't think we have a doubt. Oh, hell yeah. Let's start this over. I love this. What is your take on the election, on the election meddling, the indictments of Trump? How do you see the election playing out? Uh, well, I think the elections are fake and gay and rigged and stolen. Number one, I don't think we have a democratic process. I don't think that's how things are done. I think that people are selected. Now, you want to talk about the Trump indictments. Here's what's happening there. This is symbolic. The, the Trump indictment is symbolic of what's going to happen to anybody who shares a message of a 2015 platform into a 2016 President Trump presidency, which was a dissident to the American government. Uh, an advocate for freedom and individual liberty, somebody who is going to go in and crush the deep state, protect the borders of this nation, activate the military, make it as strong as it could ever be, uh, and or you know cease to have any you know foreign wars to enrich the military industrial complex, lock up criminals starting with Hillary Clinton, build a big beautiful wall with some nice door in it so people could pay to get in or whatever. These were the messages, uh, the economy. I mean, all these 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 were the messages that spoke to the, the hearts of real true Americans, and so. What these are is these are a symbolic message. Make no mistake, this is a message to you. If you want to be a dissident to this authoritarian overtaking of your country, if you want to speak out against the- If you want to be a dissident against the fake gay elections, everyone. Draconian lockdowns and the satanic agenda that'll mutilate the genitals of your children without- My God. written consent, without even your knowledge. If you don't want to give us your kids- Well, for most kids, what he's describing, and he's, first of all, these, this doesn't happen to kids. Um, but even if it did, I don't know the kids, so it would happen without my knowledge. All kind of shit happened without my you knowledge. want to put that mask on, live in your pod, in your 15-minute city, eat bugs, be happy, never own anything. I live in a 15-minute area. I could get so many places in 15 minutes. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Then you will be imprisoned or killed. And I don't know if they make Trump go away by just having this kangaroo court you know, Banana Republic show trial and then some fake conviction and send him to some gulag for the rest of his life like the P.O. If somebody can like, yes, please remind me who sacrificed for him. Remind me tomorrow. Support. I don't know if they'll do that. 
or if that's enough or if they'll just permanently get rid of him. We have to table the possibility that they're going to kill President Trump. And I don't put it past them. If they're willing to murder millions of people, including innocent children by the thousands or tens of thousands, you don't think that they'll go after the blood of the one man that they believe is leading the charge of any dissidents to this authoritarian overtaking? And if you want to know the real reason, <laughs> in my opinion, this big, huge push behind this transgender freak show indoctrination overtaking protected class minor attracted persons they're oh no he's doing all the shit you know what the only remember we were we were watching something the other night and they were talking about minor minor attracted persons the only people i even hear using that term are people basically trying to accuse queer people like me of being uh, child abusers it's the only people i don't see anybody else using that terminology it might happen in like clinical settings where people are trying to help folks to not abuse children. But otherwise, it's just these people talking about it. They're not pedophiles anymore. These are actually a protected class of people. If you want to know my opinion on why this is happening all of a sudden, it's because the guy pretending to be Michelle Obama is who they're going to position to fill Joe Biden's diaper to install him as this woman, her first black tranny president. I, I don't know what they're going to call him, it, whatever. That's a woman. I don't care what their pronouns are. That's what the agenda is here. A Michelle Obama presidency, a complete uh, finish to the unfettered access to children, the mass uh, injections, and death by the millions. So there was a book that came out. It was called The Progressive in the White House, and it was about Michelle Obama. And she was pushing back against a lot of the neoliberal shit that uh barack was doing like in private uh they it was like staffers and whatnot who had um sort of like you know sort of spoken out about things they had overheard and whatnot so i mean if she's more progressive than barack obama and she wants to run she could run but also uh she has stated many times that she has no intention of running for president after she saw what they did when her husband was the president why would she Why would you? Yeah, she's banging, by the way. Not only she's 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 got a very she's got a beautiful face and she's in very good shape. She stays quite fit. I would not fight her. And it's not because she's a man. It's because she work out and shit. I bet she does like Tybo or something. Like <laughs> she's she's in very good physical shape. Especially when you consider these people's age. I mean, these people are these people are almost retirement age. You look at both her and Barack, and they're in very good condition. Like physically, they're both very physically fit. I think that's why they hate him too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Her kids are fucking her kid, and you know what her kids have done a great job of shutting the fuck up because that's what I'd do if I was their kids too, right? I'd be like, get me away from this spotlight immediately. Also, the Bush girls, they did that too, right? They were like, get me away from this spotlight immediately. And the media was very unfair to the Bush girls, I think, because they were just out partying and shit. They were in their early 20s and they were out partying. Uh-oh, they were in their early... Yeah, of course they were. They were out partying. Anyway, we have a late edition from Lady B Miniatures who can't be with us in the chat tonight, but did drop something in my DMs. This is um, Maria Z with three E's, who we sometimes watch on Conspiracy Bingo, and she is on the Owen Schroyer show. Uh, Owen Schroyer, by the way, pled guilty to entering and remaining on restricted grounds during the Capitol riots and will be sentenced next month. 
Oh, this is their coverage of the thing we're going to watch in the After After show, by the way. They're at the uh, Clay Clark Reawaken America tour. It's so great to be with you all today. Let me tell you, the atmosphere here is alive. People are not going to put up with lockdowns, mandates, masks. It is not going to happen again. I'm here from Australia. I've come from the other side of the world to tell America, the whole world. You believe in Australia. Is looking to the United States as the last bastion of freedom, as the last hope. General Mike Flynn's here with me now. Okay. We are just so encouraged as Australians to see the Americans standing up, the American spirit, the spirit of freedom. Pride more. Actually, it's fine. You can, you can solicit Aussie boys for sex in my chat. It's fine. As long as everybody's consenting. As long as they're willing to pay for their own plane ticket, it's fine. General Flynn, thank you. Wow. <laughs> but we're, uh, we're at living, at living. We have uh, the Reawaken America tour here in, in North Vegas. But I was just saying to the viewers, as an Aussie coming from literally the other side of the world to tell me, Straya. we are all looking to the United States. Oh, I about died when I heard about Straya. I think uh, Sammy, Sammy Seeger was in the chat and she said Straya in the chat, like during red light. It was like during when we had Discord running in the show was audio only like what the fuck is Straya? and then she explained to me that it's like america and i almost died to secure the freedom of the western world they want to topple the united states they want people to be discouraged but it's not happening the american people are not discouraged no, we're, we're, we're not going to give in either i mean you know i love the uh i love the um just been a while jeff knows some of the war donald trump tweeted uh, since i think january 8th or january 7th of 2021 when he was censored and he, like he says in his uh in his essentially a very nice tight statement never surrender never surrender all right well that was crazy and that's about as much of the Infowars show as we're allowed to watch actually without violating twitch's terms of service um they've been uh pretty clear actually when i asked them about it because i was like alex jones has been banned i know i'm not supposed to watch banned people can i watch clips they're like clips fine yes no long format and i'm like cool they actually reply to your email and shit at twitch if you ask them questions about their rules unlike uh unlike youtube where they just demonetize you for being a giant sexist <laughs> anyway uh, i'm gonna play another quick song uh podcast uh listeners you caught a little taste of what it's like here for red light make sure you're following us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Echoplex Media. And if you're like, I don't want to hang out with whoever the sh fuck he was talking about in the chat, like I understand, that's fine. Um, you can uh, patreon.com slash Echoplex or eplex.store, sign up at the $5 level or higher, and you can get the full show. Also, if you don't have the money or don't want to spend it, just email me. You can find my email address for the show. It's readily available. You're like, hey, can I get the... Uh, the whole show actually and i'll just send you the fucking mp4 what kind of monster would legitimately paywall a fucking video file for five bucks anyway this is a uh, trip smythe this song is called the battleground is america and when we come back we're going to reawaken america day two because we missed yesterday for catterday do you have the will to overcome your oppressors
been shadow banned by the liberal media? Free market got you down? Do you get ratioed on every Twitter post because of your shit takes on literally everything? Then producer Dave and HK are probably watching your three-hour dissertation on how a tomato cannot possibly be a fruit because gender and critical race theory can be cured with ivermectin. The Intellectual Dollar Tree, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Please leave it a one-star review on iTunes. Check out the rest of our schedule at ecoplexmedia.com.